want to talk to you today about my message, which is entitled, No More Excuses. Why? Because it's easy to come up with the reason why we can't accomplish a dream or why we can't be happy, why we can't overcome a problem. Think about it. Excuses are a dime a dozen. You know, at times we think that we've got an excuse to be angry or unhappy. For example, the traffic was bad or our boss was rude. Our coworker left us out. You know, we convince ourselves of these things. You know, we've got an excuse to be offended all the time because there are people who will hurt us, people who don't keep their word, even people who have betrayed us. Or, you know, we've got an excuse to settle for where we are right now. We tell ourselves we've had a bad childhood or we've lost a loved one or we went through a hard breakup. But no, I am saying that as long as we're making excuses, we will justify staying where we are. We don't want to stay where we are. We want to grow in the glory of our God. You know, excuses just give us permission to settle for less than God's best. And we can find an excuse about anything if you think about it. As long as we're blaming the past, blaming a neighbor, blaming the traffic, the weather, then we're going to get stuck, stuck in a rut. I'm going to ask you to throw out the excuses. It may be a valid excuse. Sure, it isn't fair. You went through a disappointment or maybe sickness. Maybe you went through a betrayal. But you know, you have to draw the line and say, I refuse to live my life with a chip on my shoulder. I refuse to live angry, upset, with no passion. You know, if you'll get rid of the excuses, God will pay you back for the unfair things. He really will. This is your year to step up to a new level, to see God's favor in a new way. Now, have this attitude. No more excuses. No excuses to be unhappy. Listen, this day is a gift from God. Let's say to ourselves, I'm going to enjoy it. In spite of what's going on, no excuses to settle for drama or to give up on our dreams. We must pursue our goals, overcome our obstacles. We need to break our bad habits. We need to have no more excuses to feel inferior. We need to know who we are. We are a child of the Most High God. Listen, in the scripture, there was a man that had been blind since his birth. Some people asked Jesus, why was he born this way? Whose fault was it? His or his parents? They wanted someone to blame, an excuse, a reason. But Jesus said to them, it's nobody's fault. He was born this way so that the goodness of God might be displayed in his life. Then Jesus touched his eyes, and instantly he could see. You know, when you had to have a disappointment in your life, when you had a bad break, a disadvantage, don't get stuck looking for someone or something to blame. You're not always going to understand why things happen in life, but if you'll stay in faith, it won't work against you. It will work for you, because God will show it to you. He will show it to you every day of your life.
and it will be a blessing. But like these people here in the scriptures, it's easy to want to blame the parents. They said maybe it's their fault. That's why he's blind. Or they want to blame the man, or they want to blame the neighbor, or maybe blame a friend. All that's going to do is give us a reason to feel sorry for ourselves. And before long, we're never going to see our dreams come to pass. All it's really going to do is give us a reason to feel sorry for ourselves. And before long, we're down in the pit of depression. Nothing that's happened to us is a surprise to God. Did you know that? God knows everything. You know, you have to take the hand that's been dealt and make the most of it. It may not be a fair hand, but think about this. God is fair. He is a God of justice. He sees every wrong that's been done to you, every hurt, every disadvantage. And if you won't let it become an excuse to get bitter or to have a chip on your shoulder, then God said he'll take that wrong and he'll turn it around and use it to your advantage. He'll pay you back for the unfair things. You see, people can't stop your destiny. What they said about you, what they did to you, how they tried to make you feel, it doesn't have to affect you. The only power that has anything over you is the power that you give it. If you sit around nursing your wounds, thinking about the wrong, about how bad it was, that's going to become a crutch that will hold you back. But if you'll let it go, God will fight your battles. God will be your victor. We see this principle in the light of Joseph. Remember, the Bible tells us that he went through one unfair situation after another. His brothers betrayed him and even sold him into slavery. He could have become very bitter. He could have thought this, I've got a good excuse to live my life angry. He was lied about, think about it, falsely accused, and even put in prison. Another excuse to have a chip on his shoulder, of course. He spent years in that prison for something that he didn't do. He could have come up with excuse after excuse to settle where he was, but Joseph knew that those excuses would be crutches that would keep him from his destiny. He had this no excuse mentality. Let me repeat that. He had this no excuse mentality. He kept shaking off the disappointments, overlooking the offenses, doing the right thing when the wrong thing was happening. In the end, he came out victorious, promoted in a place of honor, prestige, and influence. Listen, my friends, you may have had some bad breaks, things you don't understand, but don't get stuck looking back, reliving the negative. That's a distraction. If you'll do like Joseph and keep moving forward, taking the high road, doing the right thing, God will get you to where you're supposed to be. No bad break can stop you. A disadvantage, an injustice, no, they can't stop you. Why? God has the final say.
But then again, you may say, they hurt me, they did me wrong. But I say this respectfully. Everybody's been hurt. And you have to get over it. You might say, well, they left me out. Listen, everybody's been left out. You might say they lied about me. Trust me, everybody's been lied about. It's not worth missing your destiny over it. I'm not saying that what they did was okay. What I'm saying is it doesn't have to control the rest of your life. It would be easy to live with a chip on your shoulder, thinking about how wrong it is. Before long, you'll have that crutch that will cause you to hobble when God created you to run, to run into victory. You've got to draw the line and say, that's it, no more excuses. Can't do anything about the past. But remember, you can do something about right now and say, I am going to live my life in faith, trusting God to make it up to me. Friends, this day is a gift. Once we live it, we can never get it back. Friends, this day is a gift. And once we live it, we can never get it back. Life is too short to waste another day angry, offended, in self-pity. Like Joseph, you may have had a rough start, but you don't have to have a rough finish. God wants to pay us back. He wants to give you beauty for the ashes, double for the injustice. Now realize it's not always easy to get over it. It's not necessarily easy to move forward either. But here's the key. The pain of letting it go is less than the pain of holding on and missing your destiny. For in the scripture, it tells us to be imitators of Christ. His life should be our example. You know, if we're going to be like Jesus, that means we're going to have people coming against us, trying to make us look bad. It means we're going to be misunderstood and criticized at times. We're going to have a garden of Gethsemane, sometimes where we feel alone and abandoned. And yes, we may even have a Judas, people that betray us, turn their back and walk away. It happens to us all. But listen, it's interesting because when Judas came with the soldiers to betray Jesus, Jesus said to him, friend, what have you come here to do? You know, Jesus knew he was going to betray him, but he still called him friend. His attitude was, I've already gotten over what you're about to do. Your poor choice, my friends, is not going to steal anything from anyone except yourself. You shouldn't let anyone steal your joy. Let no one steal your destiny. Remember, our Father has the final say. It may get a little rough, but I know in the end that we are going to come out wearing the victor's crown. If we will do like Jesus and not get bitter when unfair things happened, Trust our Father to make it up to us. At some point, we too will be wearing the victor's crown. Like Joseph, you'll come out victorious, promoted in a place of honor and influence. I believe that. For John chapter 5, there's a story about a crippled man. This crippled man had been lying at the pool of Bethesma 
for 38 years. Every once in a while, an angel would come by and move the water. The first person would be healed. The Amplified Version describes this man's condition as a deep-seated, lingering disorder. What is a lingering disorder? It's not just physical, but when we stay focused on the negative, negative things of the past, we keep making excuses and not move forward. Those lingering disorders can keep us from our destiny. But then one day, Jesus came by and saw the man lying there. It was obvious that he was crippled. Jesus knew the reason why he was by the pool. He was trying to get well. But he asked him what seemed to be a strange question. He said to the man, Do you want to get well? Now one version says that he said, Are you serious about getting well? By the way, this man responded. It shows us why he had been there for so long. He said this, Yes, but I don't have anyone to help me. I'm at a disadvantage. I'm alone. You see my legs? When the angel comes, everybody gets in front of me. You see, he used excuse after excuse. And he used those excuses for so long that they had become a crutch to him. But I love the way Jesus answered back. He didn't respond to the man's sad story. He didn't say, well, I feel sorry for you. You've had a rough life. Instead, he looked him in the eyes and said this. If you're serious about getting well, if you're serious about moving forward, then pick up your bed, get up, and be on your way. You see, he spoke faith over the man. And for the first time, when that man heard that, something came alive on the inside of him. He thought to himself, you mean I don't have to keep making excuses? You mean I don't have to just sit here and wait for something to change? You mean I can actually make something happen? And then this man got up, took up his bed, and he walked out of there healthy and made whole. And the last part of the verse is the whole key to this. If you want to see the negative end and God will instead do a new thing, then you have to sing a new song. You can't keep singing that old song of who hurt you and that you've been by the pool for 38 years and that you're never going to get well. No, we need to throw out that song of self-pity. Get rid of the song of defeat. Erase that song of it's never going to work out. But let's start singing a song of victory. Let's start singing a song that says, I may have had some bad breaks, but now I know this is my due season year. Things are changing in my favor. I am armed with the strength of this battle. I will overcome this illness. I will break this bad habit. I will finish my school. I will live healthy. I will live whole. I will live victorious. You see, if you want to see the new, you've got to start singing the new song. Songs, not for our glory, but for the glory of God. Songs that have words, not of negativity, but of positiveness. Because we know that God has made a promise to his people and he keeps those promises. In other words, no more sad songs. No more talking about or singing about who hurt you or what didn't work out. God knows everything you've been through. You don't have to constantly remind him. 
If you'll lose that sad song and start singing a new song, God will turn your mourning into dancing. He'll take the setback and use it as a setup to take you somewhere greater. But you know, I wonder how many of us today, like this man, have these lingering disorders. Sure, we went through a lot these past few months. We went through a lot of disappointment. But instead, let's let it go. Let's move forward. Let's trust God. Let's not make any more excuses. It's gone on for year after year. But the good news is, if we get rid of the excuses, it's just a matter of time before those lingering disorders will leave. That's when God will show up in our presence and begin to turn things around. Listen, is there something you need to get over today? Maybe a childhood that wasn't so great, a friend that betrayed you, a business that, that you didn't make through? Now stop using it as a crutch to stay where you are. Let's make a decision, you and I, no more excuses. Let's make a decision. We can't do anything about our past. Let's make a decision, but we can do something about our future. Let's make a decision to sing a new song and believe and declare the things that have held us back that they are coming to an end. Let's sing a new song that God is doing a new thing and now it shall spring forth. Let's sing a new song that we're going to see the beauty for ashes. Brothers and sisters in Christ, as I close my message this morning, let's sing a new song of how we're going to overcome illness, see new relationships, new opportunities, and a new level of our destiny. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.